Hello, I'm Reagan Kramer, host of Revelations Podcast, where we are devoted to sharing the revelation of Jesus Christ and the freedom that comes from following Him through the biblical teachings and redemptive stories of our guests. Please follow us on social at the Revelations.podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can view all of our podcasts. You can always find our shows on all podcast platforms. Well, we have an incredible show for you today. So wherever you are, may God give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him as you listen. Enjoy. Ephesians 3, 14 through 19. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Ephesians 3, 14 through 19. I say that all the time, but I think every verse in the Bible is my favorite verse. <laughs> and I am so thrilled to introduce our guest today, Jenny Meyer. How are you, Jenny? I'm good. Thanks for having me today. This is so exciting. I learned about you from a good friend of mine, Crystal Creech, who uh, texted me one day and said, you know, you've got to start following this girl. And she reminds me of you. And you guys are so bold for the gospel. And I started listening uh, to your podcast, The Ridded Truth, and learning some things that actually solidified uh, some of the knowledge that the Lord had brought to me over the years, which people don't talk about very much. So we're going to get into some of that later. But I'm just so thankful for you and your boldness and your courage in, in sharing truth. Well, thank you. I love Crystal, and I'm so <laughs> glad that, that she sent you my way and following you on Instagram now, too. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun thing that, that both of us do with these podcasts. So I mean, I'm excited to chat today. Yes, I'm excited to, for our listeners to learn more about yeah. you. And so you have a podcast, but you do a ton of other things. Um, and I, when I was reading your bio, I was laughing because you're like, and I don't do Enneagrams. And I was like, yes, <laughs> like uh -huh. people, people don't like me saying that sometimes because they're really into them. Yeah. But I've always just not had a good feeling about that. And, and you were like, I'm a child of God. I don't need a number. And I, I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, we have that in common. And um, we both have podcasts. We both changed the name, which is funny. Who does that? I don't know. And then we're both were in the fitness field before and God just pulled us out into ministry. Yep. Yeah. That's so awesome. The whole Enneagram thing is so, it's so funny because I was the same way. Like I was never like pulled to it, but the job that I had, like when it first came out, it was huge. Like here, take this test. And I just felt so yucky inside. And I didn't know until like a year ago when I kind of did a little deep dive into it. I'm like, this is why this was literally like an occult practice. Like this is, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this. So, so yeah. Um, 
I have the Rooted Truth podcast. And I mean, if you want me to start off with just a little bit about myself. I love that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So I um, have been married 18 years. I actually had to calculate that before I hopped on, like just thinking (laughs) back. I'm like, I don't know. So it's been 18 years. I have um, three daughters. You have boys. Is that correct? Well, I have, yeah, a 10-year-old and then three stepsons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have, yeah, three girls. So it's an interesting time with two in high school and one wrapping up elementary school this year. And um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart. We've been together since 1999, um, going into Y2K, thinking the whole world was going to end at that point. And then fast forward to to now or 2020, thinking the world's going to end. So yeah, that's, it's what I do now. I, like you said, I was in fitness. I spent years in the fitness industry. And before that, I was in the mental health field. I had a um, a social work business that focused on case management for, for families that had a loved one with a mental illness or developmental disability. So that was my like college education background. Did that, started into the fitness world. Um, goodness, I don't even remember what year it was. Just after I taught myself strength training um, because I never worked out growing up. And so once I started strength training and saw my whole body change physically, after having three kids, my confidence came like all of this stuff. And so I wanted to teach those around me and my friends were asking. So I became a personal trainer, wanted to get out of the social work industry, was in the process of selling my business, like going to be a stay-at-home mom, you know, do a few things from home here and there. But at that point, the gym that I was working out at approached me to buy them out. They Mm -hmm. wanted out. So, I mean, I have quickly learned that I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I, my husband was like, no, we don't need to do this. Like you be home with the kids, whatever. And when I brought home all the information to him and we just started digging in. He he's a businessman as well, and so he's like, yeah, "It really is a good investment. Like, if you're committed, you want to do this." So I bought a gym. Um, That's and, a big deal. I bought a gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so spent almost four years just like rebranding, cleaning mm-hmm. it. It was it was mm-hmm. a gross facility, so redoing everything. Um, it's a twenty four hour access, so with that came the the issues of things breaking down at midnight or you know like someone can't get in so it was it was very stressful but it was fun it taught me a lot um and so i was a personal trainer there ran the gym and started an online fitness business so did that for years ended up selling the gym because my online business took off um so i was running boot camps, fitness programs, nutrition for women online. And with that taking off, I couldn't do both. So I sold the gym, solely went in 100% to the online space. And um, with that, like it was great, but something just wasn't like I was always striving, always like focused on like what I'm eating, you know, I'm tracking my macros. If I'm teaching my clients like what carbs, proteins, and fats are and to track them and, you know, be so diligent with getting your workouts in, then I have to do it too. So it was this really this this hard mindset, um, this just battle within. And Fast forward to the end of 2019, I um, felt God was really pulling me back to his word because I would get out of reading the Bible. I grew up in a Christian home, um, so always had that, but it was more so like go to church on Sundays, read the Bible, like do a little devotion here and there when I want to. You know, it wasn't that all in um, deep relationship with God. And so end of 2019 felt that pull and I made a commitment to read my Bible every day. I'm like, 
no matter what, I'm going to read my Bible and actually just read it, not just do little devotions. Um, even though at that point I was actually writing devotions, I had combined um, the fitness and the the Christian aspects. So I was putting in devotions into my um, fitness programs and created a company, a business called Think Fit Method, which is still up. I still have thinkfitmethod.com. And that is um, a self-paced program for women to work through like emotional eating, self-sabotage with, with your workouts, learning nutrition, but also like, hey, here's what the Bible says about it, but it's all self-run. Um, so I still have that. But come 2020, I mean, we all know what happened. Everything changed. Um, and at that point over the next like probably year, I still did the fitness stuff, you know, tied in uh, the devotions and just leading women that way into what God's word says about it. But when I started speaking out, when I started seeing those things that I think a lot of us are waking up to in this world right now and talking about it, God just slowly led me that direction. Um, He led me to start writing Bible studies, you know, hosting online Bible studies. And so, I mean, at that point had to reinvent ThinkFit Method into what it is today. Um, So started a podcast in, it's been about a year and a half. So I started that about a year and a half ago. Yes, it's had probably four different names. Um, <laughs> oh, you had more than me. Good job. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe three. Maybe it started out as Her Daily Grace. And then another company with um, some similar words came after me, sent me this big, long letter. We're going to take you to court because you have Daily Grace in. So it was just this big. And I'm like, I don't want to fight this. Um, so I'm like, whatever. So changed it. So maybe it's just had three because then it was rooted. And then um, I wanted to add in that truth. So the rooted mm-hmm. truth is what we've landed on. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit about me. <laughs> I love the name of it, the rooted truth. That's so good. Um, and Jenny, so we always ask our guests, like what happened to you as a child that brought you, like what did God use from your childhood or growing up or a, you know, a supernatural encounter with him, whatever it was to bring you to this place, you know, now that you can see that he's using in you. I mean, a lot of people go through, you know, things when they're children that they're, you know, God uses for good what the enemy uses for evil. Not everybody has ever anything super traumatic, but I feel like we all have something. Um, yeah, that is such a hard question. Um, to be honest, like I didn't have a traumatic um childhood. I mean, unless I'm suppressing stuff, because that's always that's <laughs> we're always, always like, okay, Lord, is I there know. anything? <laughs> I, know. I know. Um, and so, you know, honestly, like the one thing that stands out to me is when I was um it was gotta be, I would say I was probably like seven or eight, maybe, um, at church one day. And at the at the end of church, I just remember like the altar calls, people were praying all the time, and and my mom um brought me up there and this lady, I don't even know who she is. I mean, I could ask my mom, but I don't know. I, I don't even know if she worked for the church or what, but she prophesied over me to my mom and said that one day she'll have something to say. And yeah. I know. And so that my mom has, you know, all growing up, she would always like, well, this, you know, this was prophesied on you. And so within the past few years, she has come, my mom, you know, come back to me, like you're living into like what was prophesied about you. And so that, I mean, sure. that's the, kind of the main thing that sticks out about the childhood. I didn't have a a traumatic childhood at all. Um, Raised in a Christian home. My parents 
got out of honestly like the occult stuff. Like they were in that before they got married. And when they got married and had my sister, they found God. So they have a, a an amazing testimony cool. of um finding God and then and then I was born. So I never experienced that, which wow. praise God for that. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, I'd say that's a supernatural encounter with the Lord, though. If you were prophesied over, that's really neat. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, so when was the turning point in your life? Like you were kind of burnt out from maybe a little bit of the fitness stuff and weren't following him. And But when was the moment you're like, okay, you're kind of in the fitness stuff now, mm-hmm. not as much, but I just need to focus on what God's telling me to say. I would probably say um, probably early 2021, mm-hmm. maybe like mid 2021, where it was like, I, I did create this amazing, but I was really tired of the hustle of always creating these things for this supernatural or not supernatural, this superficial, like, look like, right. you know, these women who are upset because they lost one pound and not five pounds. So I just, I was really struggling with that. I really was, mm-hmm. uh, because I had been in it for so long and with everything that I was learning and researching about this world that we live in um, and the lies, I mean, I feel like we have been lied to so much and inside I'm like, there is so much more. There's so much more to life. There is so much more to everything than worrying about what we eat today. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I still think we need to treat our bodies correctly with right food, right? Whole foods. Absolutely. Um, but I was just, it was this internal struggle. And so at that point, um, just tired of the hustle, tired of, you know, my Instagram only being about that. So I just started slowly, like the first time I spoke out, um, on social media was November, 2020. Um, when all of that stuff went down, I, is, I mean, and then it kind of just like compiled after that. So I'd probably say like by mid 2021, I was like, all right, let's recreate ThinkFit method, get it to where it's self-paced, where I'm not having to check people's macros every single day. Cause that was burning me out too of client Mm check-ins and, um, started hosting Bible studies online, um, at that point. And then come probably January of 2022, um, my now amazing friend, Lori from Remnant Rising. I don't know if you follow her. Mm -hmm. Um, she was in one of my Bible studies and I was getting ready to um, start writing a a study on the book of Revelation. I felt Mm -hmm. that's what God was pushing me to. And Lori and I were just talking on social media and exchanged phone numbers, hopped on the phone. I'm like, you know, do you want to, do you want to do this with me? Do you want to write this with me? So we jumped in and wrote a study together that was 11 weeks long, um, over 170 pages um, and did that. And, and since then, I mean, I have a dear friend. I mean, we've, we finally met when we hosted a retreat. That was another thing that we did this last fall. She came up to Idaho where I am and met in person. And it was just like, we had known each other our whole lives. So with that connection, I think God just really confirmed in me like, okay. Cause I mean, I like to do things on my own. I'm very, very independent. i like to do it all. Um, but I know I can't like in my head, I know I can't, even though I try. And so with that friendship, it just really solidified like, nope, you're going to do this. And so since then we've written a couple more and plan to continue that, um, throughout next year as well. So that's beautiful. And that's such a good word. I'm, I'm like you, 
I can totally feel what you're saying because I like to do everything on my own and like strive and the whole thing. Like I can resonate with everything. And God has been teaching me too that I need, you need people and you need people to help you and come alongside you. And I do have some of those now and it's really fun. Like it's really fun to do things together and to have different creativity uh, with sisters in Christ and people that God brings into your life. And we don't, we're not meant to do it alone. Yeah. 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 So that is absolutely beautiful. And I know that uh, my, well, Crystal has been doing some of your Bible studies, or I know she did one on the biblical feasts. And I Uh think that that is really cool. Can you share with our listeners what you have been learning through all of the Jewish festivals and biblical feasts and how you and your family celebrate those now? Yeah. I mean, I had never dug into those. And that was one of those things that Lori is like, I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's dig in. Um, And so it was really, it was a really fun process of writing that and learning along the way um, and learning that they are the Lord's feast. They aren't, they aren't just for the Jews. They are the Lord's feast. Um, And so since then, I mean, it's just really opened up a line of communication with my family. Um, We have not, we have yet to celebrate anything really, because we wrapped it up. Um, this study, we actually wrapped up right before the day of atonement Mm. this fall. And so, but I mean, over, even over the past few weeks of talking with my kids about, um, the meaning of it, what it stands for, and they're all excited to start in the spring. And I mean, I'm, I'm not one to hold hold so much to like, well, we have to do it exactly like this way, you know, and eat what they ate. But just having that, like, no, let's get together. Let's have a a meal together. Let's pray more, you know, and do just those things to draw us closer to God during that time and and know the meaning of it. So I think understanding the meaning is, has been the biggest thing for me um, and how Jesus fulfilled those first four spring feasts. And Mm -hmm. at his return, he is to fulfill the fall feast. So it's just really, Mm -hmm. it's been really cool, actually. Mm, That is so beautiful. I've done a little research on that. I have other friends that are really into that and they celebrate and they drive all over the country. to find people that are celebrating the biblical feast and they have so much fun and their life is so much richer understanding like that foreshadowing of Christ through all of the feasts. I remember this fall, actually, I was researching and I had to teach at a Bible study on, I think we were still in Deuteronomy or the life of Moses and uh, it was the day of atonement. And I'm like, oh my, oh my word, it's the day of atonement. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how cool is that, that I get to teach on it and that Christ has fulfilled that and there doesn't need to be yeah. any more sacrifices or atonement and how God brings all that together is it, it just kind of explodes your faith. Yeah. I mean, it totally does. And the way that he orchestrated us writing this study and, and we did it in the month of September, not even at that point when we planned it because we plan things well ahead of time and then we write it and then we're, we're done writing by the time we have the study, um, you know, day one of it, but the way he orchestrated that, cause we're like, let's do it in September, maybe after school starts. So, I mean, we're looking at the calendar through our lens, through the human lens. Right. right. But, um, the week that we were actually talking about the Feast of Trumpets, it literally, we met on a Thursday and it was that Sunday. Like, so it was a few days later. And so, I mean, all of us were just like, this is such a God thing. And then we decided to host a retreat, not even looking at the our biblical feast calendar and when we were doing that, but it ended up being the last weekend in September. So it was right before 
the day of atonement too. And during that retreat, which, which Crystal was supposed to come to, which I'm so sad because of the hurricane, um, but it was such a beautiful time of, um, just restoration. We talked a lot about repentance and kind of digging up and purging ourselves. So, I mean, that happening a couple days before the day of atonement was just, I mean, it was such a beautiful, a beautiful experience that we all, we all had together. So, I mean, he is just so cool to orchestrate things like that. Yes. God is so good. He's so good. He's so kind. Um, Our family started celebrating Shabbat on mm-hmm. Saturday, and just because Sundays are so bit like church days, which we absolutely love. Yeah. But we've started to at least Saturday morning. So it's not like you said, it's not rigid and the whole thing. But at least Saturday mornings, we get together as a family and we just slow down. We have a nice breakfast together. And then we go through some of those prayers, those Jewish prayers, and we bless each other. And it's just been yeah. one of the sweetest, it is the sweetest morning of the whole week. And so God is definitely revealing himself through those and he's asked us to celebrate him till he comes back so i I love that you're doing that and when you do your bible study again for those i wanted i want to be a part of that if you go through the feast again so we have it i have it up on my website i don't know if we'll do a live one again um but maybe i mean who knows what god has in store but yeah i have the pdf up on uh, my website now. So typically once we get done with one of the live studies that we meet each week, I'll put it up um, cool. for anyone to go and get. So so we can grab it. That's yep, so yep, good. Yep. So Jenny, tell us what you have been talking about on your podcast, The Rooted Truth. <laughs> I mean, how do you, in a nutshell, right? <laughs> in a nutshell. Um, well, I do have to, I mean, it's all the rooted truth, but I do have a members only um, yeah. section of it where it's some of more of those controversial, um, like fringe topics per se. And I did that. I started that honestly, more so to protect myself um, mm. from backlash. And I live in a small town and I already have gotten backlash for my beliefs for speaking out. And so I started that one just to keep it private. But on the main one, um, I, I mean, really talk about anything and everything. It started out where I saw so many people being canceled on social media um, in 2020. And so I was bringing on guests that I had followed on Instagram and they were on like their fifth or sixth account for speaking truth. And I brought them on. um, And I mean, it's honestly a variety of topics. I will do an episode here and there where it's just me and diving into a topic in the Bible. I'm doing a series right now of walking through the Bible where, I mean, it's going to be a long, long series because I've feel like last time I looked, I've only been doing about one a month putting out, but where we're going chronologically through the Bible. So um, Genesis to Job, right? So because Job I love was, that. I've yeah, listened so, to some of those. They're good. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're 20 minutes. They're not very long, yeah. um, but just kind of a quick breakdown of the Bible just to get people because my, I mean, my heart is I want women to read the Bible because mm-hmm. that's what changed in me mm-hmm. when I was in the word each and every day without exception. That's what changed. Like it changed the whole, everything about my life. Um, and so that's my goal with that series of just really digging in. Um, you know, I'll, I'll do just a quick little, this is about this book and I have a PDF that goes alongside of it for free for people to download um, if they want that off off my website. But just to encourage them to go read that book like this month, hey, go read Genesis or read Job. Um, and so I'm doing that. I have different guests on, like, you know, um, the 
the members only again is more of like those fringe topics. Um, I'm starting a series, know your enemy. Um, Mm -hmm. so diving into the little G gods, like Mm -hmm. what, Mm -hmm. who, who was Nimrod, right? Like Mm -hmm. how does that Mm -hmm. tie in? Because there's so much of how it ties in even to today. And, um, so that's a series I'm going to start on the members podcast. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's in a nutshell, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay. There's, I, I saw a little bit about, I listened to the part of the Hoover Dam one, I think, and the symbolism behind that. I've been there. And I was like, wait, what? God is on the move through Revelations podcast. Thank you for sharing words of encouragement and personal stories of how God has impacted your life through the redemptive stories of our guests. There are significant production and editing costs for each episode. So during this season, I'm hoping to build a team of financial supporters. If you feel led to be a part of what God is doing through this podcast, I would be honored and grateful for your partnership. There are two ways you can give financially. The first is through Venmo. Our Venmo username is at the Revelations Podcast, at the Revelations Podcast. You can also go to our website at www.therevelationspodcast.com and hit the contribute button. Thank you so much for your consideration and financially supporting the Revelations Podcast. Okay, there's, I I saw a little bit about, I listened to the part of the Hoover Dam one, I think, and (laughs) the symbolism behind that. I've been there and I was like, wait, what? And it's just so obvious once you see the pictures. Yep. But it's, you don't, you go visit something, even as a believer, and you're like, oh, that's interesting. It looks like there's a strange angel up there or, you know, what is that monument? And it is, I mean, the occult is all over the world everywhere with landmarks and, um, yeah. So that was super eye-opening. And you talk a little bit about the Nephilim Nephilim agenda, which was if people don't uh, know what that is, I mean, you definitely could go to Jenny's podcast, The Rooted Truth, and just start listening to some of those because we can't really do it justice right now. Yeah. But it, it it just starts to open your mind up to what the Word of God says, what Genesis six says, you know, what Revelation says, and it, it's it's tying it all together, you know, knowing that Christ is coming back and yeah. the world. It, I just said to my husband the other day, like the world is not. Like in 2020, you know, you're going along your life and you, you you kind of have like these Holy Spirit promptings and you're like, but that can't be true, right? Like, yeah. or that can't be real. Or that's only in a movie when I first experienced spiritual warfare and like saw things in the spiritual realm. And he shows you and you're like, but, and you just kind of brush it under the rug because you're like, that's going to change my life so dramatically. I don't really want to go there. Yep. But it's like, well, you know, your next series about the battle, but we are in a battle. Yep. And so yep. we need to be prepared and know who our enemy is. And Jesus is greater than all of it. Mm-hmm. And yep. there's a war. And so, okay. And then I love like <laughs> the big bones and all the things that you guys are talking about. And it's, I've been to some of those places too. And I'm like, I didn't know in Sardinia. That's what. Yeah. All of those tombs were. I mean, it's super cool. And, you know, learning because it all 
goes into the Nephilim and it's in the Bible. Like that's the thing. Like we all grew up knowing that there were giants per se because of Goliath, right? Like I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but like, but do you really understand what that means? Like, what does it really mean? And, you know, digging into that, that's probably been the biggest, like eye opening thing on my journey the past few years is, you know, what does it really mean when it says there were giants in that, in those days, there were Nephilim. And when I, I think the first book that I read that kind of helped open all of this up was called Supernatural by Dr. Michael Heiser. Yeah, I'm glad um, you said that. Mm-hmm. And that one, I was just like glued to the couch, like reading this book, like, and I would stop, you know, my husband would walk by, I'm like, no, listen to this, like seriously, and read this part to him. But that really opens and broadens my um, view of everything and made the Bible come alive to me as well. Um when I would read it and then talking to people who have researched this for way longer than I have. Um, and so, yeah, bringing on Derek Olson from Megalithic Marvels, mm-hmm. um, where he literally like, that's what he does. Like he looks at this ancient technology and these pyramids, like what was this built by? It wasn't built by what you and I think of humans. Right. Um, right, right. and, um, I have brought on other people talking about, yeah, the giant bones and Nate from Blurry Creatures podcast yeah. came on, <laughs> you know, and and it really is, it makes it makes the world that we live in make sense more. I know that sounds weird, but to me, it makes the world that we live in make more sense because then you do see the symbolism everywhere. You see that, mm-hmm. no, the God of this world really is Satan and he is using the occult in everything, every aspect. Um, so it's been a really cool journey to have people on and these guests where I'm just, I tell them ahead of time, I'm like, I'm like a little kid, like I don't know much. So just teach me and Mm -hmm. my listeners are going to learn alongside of me. So it's really cool. And I love how you bring everything back to the Bible. You're Mm -hmm. always like, okay, what does the word say about this? Because that's important because we have people out on social media doing podcasts and you're like, okay, tell me what the word of God says about that because this is crazy. And it's just bringing people, you know, maybe more into the darkness than into the light and into false prophecies and things like that. So I love how you always bring it back to the word. And the people you have on your show, these are people that have been researching this for years. Many of them are theologians. Many of them are, you know, psychologists and have uh, like archaeology, like have done archaeological things that these aren't just people off the street that just decided they're going to talk about this. So I love that um, they have a lot of experience and they do really bring the Bible together with what's Mm -hmm happening on on the earth and when you were just describing that i had this picture of like you know it's like we go to all these for instance let's just say the hoover dam like you're on vacation and and we go and we look at these things and we kind of marvel at them but we're we're kind of sleepwalking right i mean there's it's almost like this veil over us that we that god is starting to open up in a way that like okay but Yes, look at what actually the the detail in the enemy uses detail like precisely for his own purposes because he's always trying to be God, right? And anyway, we can go, we could do a whole Bible study on that. But uh, I'm thankful that you are lovingly and biblically trying to open people's eyes to what uh, 
is going on or maybe has has been going on for hundreds or thousands of years that we've maybe never seen or used to see and now yeah you know need to be reminded yeah absolutely i do think it's really important to have that biblical foundation when you're looking at the world because without that i think a lot of people are falling into the new age trap as well right um that are these people that are seeking truth but they're one degree off right like so you're walking that straight and narrow path and they're just slightly off and they will are ending up in this false light is what mm-hmm. it is so mm-hmm. yeah that's good yeah thank you for that so this season of revelations podcast is called loved and the rest of that verse that we started with in Ephesians 3 um goes on to say that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And so, Jenny, just with what you're doing and what the Lord is leading you into being rooted in God's love, um, how has he just given you the courage to share this truth? Because like you said, you've already you know, felt some oppression, you know, in certain areas of, you know, in your little town or in your podcast, how do you, I, how do you do that? Like, how do you just take that next step of like, Lord, I know I need to say this, but I'm, I'm scared to take that next step. Um, how do you get Mm -hmm. that courage? Um, I'll be real. It's hard. I mean, it really is hard, but I think the more and more I'm in God's word. And I mean, the Bible is a love story. It really is. Mm-hmm. And when you see it like that and and the love story of his love for us, and it's just the prompting of the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. like, once you can feel that honestly, which, which I mean, I've had the Holy Spirit, but it's, have I ever dug into it? Have I ever tapped into it? Right. Um, and I think that comes along with maturity in Christ being in his word and the deeper in relationship that you are is that Holy Spirit is just stirring in you and you can't not say something um, when it, when it's him, when it's him that's stirring, uh, if that makes sense. So, I mean, I pray every day, Lord, use me for your will, not mine, yours. I'm here, whatever it may be, even if it's scary. And like I said, it has been tough. It's been really difficult. Um, it's it's definitely slowed down. Like the the mean comments have slowed down over the past probably six months or so. But um, there are some really really difficult times of even extended family friends, um, you know, attacking me, going to my husband about me, you know, things like that with what I have stood up and said and. I have to give it to God. And in in turn, it's brought my husband and I closer together. Mm-hmm. It's brought me closer to God. You know, I am trying to just be like the vessel, like use me, take me where you want me. And here I am, even though it's hard. I mean, there are days where I wake up where I'm like, I, I want to crawl in a hole. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I just, I don't want to podcast anymore, even though it's fun. Like when I'm doing it, I love it. But it, 
And so I do step back at times um, where I won't be on social media for three, four days, you know, and, and I've learned that that's okay. Whereas before, when I was in the fitness world, like growing my online business, it was like, I got to post twice a day. I need to be on stories all day long. Mm. And so now, I mean, God's really worked in me and removed me from that to just rest in him. And as long as I am getting my rest from him and not the world, um, he's just kind of guiding me. So I don't know if that makes sense or if that answers your question. or Well, not. I don't know about our listeners, but it makes sense to me. It's always like, you know, I, people laugh when I say this, but every time I feel like I'm going to throw up, that's when I should go do what he's asked me to do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. And some people are like, that never happens to me. And I think he gives that to some of us. It's just kind of our sign. Like you need to keep walking forward. You know, I used to do prison ministry. It was usually when I walked into prison, like, okay, I'm you you just keep going and then when he he is going and I'm I'm sure he shows you um the blessing in it and how you are bringing people closer to God and closer to the Bible uh because he he will show us even through our suffering uh what he's doing you know eventually we and some of it we might not see this side of heaven yeah. but we just need to be obedient so thank you for your obedience but I 100% know what you're saying okay Awesome. Good. I mean, it totally is scary because the whole retreat thing, I was teasing Lori. I'm like, I was so nervous. I was like terrified. It was so stressful planning it, like coordinating everything about it. But then God bless the time. And we had seven out of the 15 ladies get baptized. Like it was just amazing. And so, I mean, just thinking like I have actually either planted that seed or helped water that seed and brought people to Jesus or closer to Jesus. And how many people, I mean, how many Christians can say that they have shared their faith in that way? And I mean, that's the biggest thing too, is that you, and I try to like teach this in, I just wrapped up another study I did on getting your spiritual house in order. And Mm -hmm. and the last week we talked about sharing Jesus. Like that's, what is the great commission? You don't have to have a big platform. It's even like, I should have stepped into this, even owning a gym. And been able to share my faith there, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't necessarily have to have a business around it or be Mm -hmm. on social media. It's literally your mission field is where your two feet are planted. And so if, if we, as a body of Christ actually step into that, what amazing things would happen for the kingdom. Mm, So absolutely. And just doing those retreats, uh, fires people up to go and do that. And it gives them permission because they have seen you do it. And then they learn and then they can go out into, I mean, our na- my neighborhood is an amazing mission field, yep. you know, and yep. there's, anyway, there's so much going on in, in the world. And the, lately the Lord has just showed me, I woke up one morning, everyone was, was depressed after uh, some of the elections. And I woke up, I was like, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Like, this is our mission field. Like, we don't mm-hmm. have to go anywhere. Like, this is where God has called us to. And I used to be a short-term missionary. And so it is exciting to be able to be alive during this time and do yeah. the things that we're doing, even though there are moments you wake up and you want to crawl in the hole. I get that too. And <laughs> podcasting PS is not as easy as it looks. No, no not at all. <laughs> we were talking about that before the show, but if God has called us to it and he's called each one of you listeners to something amazing and something full of his love and mercy and glory and grace. And so whatever that is, I um, we encourage you, you know, to go and take that leap of faith 
and say yes to what he he has for you because it is going to move people towards him as long as you're you know listening to the holy spirit and staying in the word and and jenny what is we have you know all different kinds of people that listen to this podcast but what do people really need uh to do or understand before they can be rooted and grounded in that love i mean they need to receive the love of christ yeah i think just resting in that right mm-hmm. and just resting in like what what did god do for us and when and when you understand that bigger love story of hey he sent his son to be the sacrifice. But what does that sacrifice mean? It goes back to the Old Testament. So you have to be in your Bible. You have to understand that, that that sacrifice literally covered everything. And and the Bible study that we're working on to um, have in January is is the covenants. And so the past couple of weeks, I've been working through the um, Adamic covenant, but that's what it was. Like, so man fell sin entered the world, that first sacrifice of the animal sacrifice mm-hmm. was God using that animal to cover them. So they were then covered. So what now covers us? The blood of Jesus covers right. us. Mm-hmm. So when you understand that and and rest into that of who you are, not who the world wants you to be, but who you are in Christ, that's when then you can step into that love and see that love of God for you. Then you know, like, hey, I am here to love God and love others. Mm-hmm. Is loving others easy? No, not all the time. But that's what we're called to do. And we do that by sharing the gospel, you know, preaching truth to those around us. So, I mean, I would just rest into who you are in Christ mm-hmm. and what he did for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you haven't received Christ as your Lord and Savior, that is you know, that first step of being covered by his blood uh, because of his life, death and resurrection for each one of us. And uh, the gospel, that's the gospel. I mean, the gospel is that he lived on this earth and came to earth and God had a plan from that garden of Eden that you're talking about. And I just was uh, reading about that too, that covenant. That's so beautiful. I mean, that was like the first animal sacrifice. Yep was yep. when God had to kill something to cover Adam and Eve because of their shame. Yep. And now we don't have to live in that guilt and shame and condemnation because of his death and resurrection. And he died for all of our sins and took the wrath of God upon himself that we deserve so we can have eternal life. And that is that first step in being rooted and grounded in that Ephesians verse. Uh, because if we believe in his name, we have the right to become children of God. And I'm just so grateful that you are Jenny and he's using you and uh, that we can go out and spread his truth and his love. But I have a, I have another question for you. So yeah. you have three girls. How much do you, because my husband and I are having a big conversation about this. Uh-huh. How much do you share about what you're learning in the world with your girls? Like to uh-huh. like have, have them understand like uh-huh. some of it, but not freak them out basically. That is a good question because um, my husband says I share too much, but I mean, I really do. I talk to them about it. I mean, granted, my oldest is almost 16 and then 14 and 11. um, They hear me talking. They ask questions, but I always then point them back to, well, let's open the Bible. What does this say? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my oldest actually was totally digging into the Nephilim with me. and. 
like she loved it. You know, she's watching stuff with me learning. And so it opened up great conversations about it, but I probably share too much. Um, not some of the, like the, the sick stuff that we see, um, absolutely. Yeah. Happening. Mm -hmm. Not, not necessarily like that, but, but they know it's a possibility. They know, I mean, they know about child trafficking. They know that it's real and that it is a problem. Um, and so I probably share too much, but I, I'm open with them because I want them to see the world through a biblical lens and see how it all ties together and see the importance of having Jesus as their Lord and Savior, um, with his return being, in my opinion, very soon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it is an ongoing conversation with, between my husband and I as well. He's, he, he'll look at me like, really, did you just say that in front of them? So, yeah. Wow. We must be at the same dinner table. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a fine line, though, because you want, I, I didn't grow up in the faith until I was 25, but I, I would have liked to have because back then I was already seeing things too, you know, and if someone could have shown me what that meant through the Bible and that there was good and evil and that there is a king of kings and there's one that's trying to act like him. And that would have been super helpful. Yes. Yep. So I guess we pray, right, for God to give us wisdom because all of our children are different and he has allowed us to raise them. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I definitely can tell which one of my kids can handle certain things and Mm, and which one can't. Like obviously the youngest, but she is actually the most like intrigued, like, and, and she'll take, I mean, whatever I say as a hundred percent truth. So I I have to be careful with her. So it can't just be my opinion. Uh, Totally. No, that's really good. That's really good. Okay. And so when you dig into some of these, you know, pieces that you're putting together through your guests, and like you said, I mean, there's some yucky stuff out there that is also coming to light, like trafficking and who's been involved in some things and people that we trusted. And even, I mean, we're looking at Disney World and all of those things. Um, I love how you always bring it back into the word, but it can be depressing, like always reading about this stuff, learning about it. How do you continue to stay in the light and not go too far down those dark rabbit holes? Because like in 2020, I went down the dark, dark rabbit holes and I was not okay for a while. And I'm I'm being really transparent, but I want people to know like once they start learning some of this, that it is reality, not all of it's true, but always hold it against the word of God and pray and ask God for discernment and wisdom. But I mean, I had some moments where I was, it's almost like a shift in your brain, like, because for so long, you're, you're not, you're you're kind of pushing it aside, but then you see the reality of it and your brain has to absorb it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we can do that all at one time, but if, could you give us any advice on that? Yeah, I definitely, like I said, take time off from things. um, And I think I've just gotten used to knowing the Holy Spirit. Like when, when it's that, like, you know, like, eh, you know, maybe I shouldn't watch this. Like it's, I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you can understand just like, it's almost at that like subconscious level of, you know, people send me stuff all the time on, on Instagram, like videos, like watch this. I want to know your thoughts. And I would say probably only 10% of the time, like I'm like, huh, and I'll click on it. And then I actually am like, wow, like I learned something. And that I can absolutely think is the Holy Spirit, like allowing me to do that of like, 
again, I can't explain it, but um, I take steps back. I always try to pray before I do a deep dive um, and, you know, pray for just the guarding of my heart, my mind, and not, this isn't cut out for everyone. I think people need to be aware Mm -hmm. of the world that we live in and the battle that's raging. I mean, it's really a battle of good and evil Mm -hmm. um, in the supernatural realm and be aware of that. But do they do, does everyone need to do a deep dive like on Wayfair per se? I'm sure you did that one in 2020, you know, things like that. Like Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. just using discernment and being aware when you need to stop, like when it's starting to feel yucky and pray and um, step into your authority as a child of God too. If you are being attacked by, um, spirits, you know, cast them out. I totally stand in that authority. Like I can tell when, when I have opened up my eyes to see things, maybe I shouldn't, um, it allows spiritual activity. If that makes sense. I, yes, it does. Yeah. And I like that you brought that up because not a lot of people talk about that. And, uh, what I've also learned though, is we, I've done a retreat to, um, a couple of years ago. And when we actually dug into some just like great conversation and just being, you know, a, together as a group, you know how that is. Women get together and they start talking and you're diving into some spiritual things or some spiritual warfare verses. Things start to be revealed and yeah. women start to say, well, actually this happened to me. And you're like, yep. wait, what? And have you told anybody this? And like, no. And you've lived with this your whole life or you've had this dream your whole life or whatever it is. It could be, you know, an experience, a dream. And I think God reveals those things so there can be healing. Yep. He reveals yep. so they can heal. And 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 even though you feel some of that spiritual activity, maybe it's like, thank you, Jesus, because now we're going to pray that off. We're going to cut that off. Yep. And yep. and here we go. Thank you for revealing that so this woman can be free. Yep. Absolutely. That was a huge part of our retreat this fall. It was exactly what you just said. Isn't that cool? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. know what God's going to do. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. it. Okay. Um, and then I got one more question for you. How has all of this that God has brought you into in the last couple of years brought you closer to Jesus just personally? Um, I think just honestly, like once you see everything for what it is, you can't deny Jesus. You can't deny Mm -hmm. what he did. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, it makes him so much more real. It, it has made the Bible come alive to me in ways that I never experienced growing up. So, I mean, it just honestly has brought me like where I crave his word. I crave reading the Bible and that's what I do first thing. Like literally when I wake up, that's what I do um, every day. And if I don't, I can tell my day is off. So it just makes me crave him more and talk to him more throughout the day. And just that communication of like, no, it doesn't need to be like, you know, quiet time or, you know, I don't need to be on my knees every time I pray. If I'm doing dishes, God's yeah. right there with me. Jesus is right there. And just to bring him more into the day to day and what it truly means to walk in his light. And um, 
I guess, just be a child of God. Like, what does it mean to be a child of God? It's that he's a part of us. He's a part of our everything. He's a part of our day-to-day, our conversations. So it's not just, it's not separating the two, which I think, think so many people do. And I did that too, where it was like, here's my Christian walk. Here's my everyday life. And they were separate. And so now it's like, no, in everyday conversations, bring him into it. You know, if something comes up, well, what does the Bible say? Or, you know, you're talking to a friend, like check out this verse. And so, I mean, it just has really just brought me closer and made him more alive to me. And I can feel that. I love that. You, I saw something you put out there. I think it was months ago. I think it was when I first started following you and I, I laughed so hard. You were like, I mean, I really love my girlfriends, but I'd rather be home reading the Bible <laughs> or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yep. I mean, there was there are many times where I'm like out doing something and I'm like, no, I'm at a really good part in the Bible. Like, what's next? Like, I think that was when I was really like deep into the Old Testament and just like first and second Samuel and yeah. you know, reading all of that. And I'm like, no, like I want to go home and read my Bible. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's that's my girl. I love that. I love I mean, people make fun of me. I'm like, I gotta go. Like I like yeah. I just anyway. Yeah. God is amazing and we just want more of Jesus. So thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. That is so true and profound. And so Jenny, where can people find you? You have so much going on. The Bible study, retreats, podcasts, where can they yeah, follow so you? Every, everything is on my website, which is jennymeyer.com. And Meyer is spelled M-I-R-E, like tire. Um, that gets mixed up all the time. Um, but on Instagram is where I'm at, is at Jenny Meyer and at The Rooted Truth. Um, you can also the rootedtruth.com redirects to my main websites. Um, so that's an easy one, the rootedtruth.com. But that's that's where everything is, is over on the website, the Bible studies, um, everything that's coming up. And you know, if you're looking for fitness, I still have the thinkfitmethod.com. <laughs> so cool. everything there. Yeah. But, well, that's important. I mean, because yes. it is more than fitness, but we are rooted yes. and grounded in Christ and yep. everything yep. stems out of that. And so that I think that is still really important. Thank you for coming on. This has been such a blast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love coming on other people's to where I don't have to be the one like totally guiding it. (laughs) I know. Well, we'd love to have you back. So I hope you come back again sometime. And um, I encourage all of you guys to go out and follow Jenny and see what she's up to and listen to some of those fun uh, podcasts that are kind of outrageous. But once you start listening, they're not as outrageous as you might think. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jenny, can we pray for you and your ministry before we yeah, go? I would, I would love that. Thank you. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Lord, thank you so much that you can do far abundantly more than we ask or imagine in our lives. Thank you that you are working through Jenny Meyer, uh, through her ministries, her podcast, Bible studies, everything you've called her to, Lord, for your glory and the good of your people. Father, I pray uh, that your spirit would continue to guide her and walk before her in every way. Give her wisdom and discernment on uh, her next steps, Lord, and what you want your people to hear Father, I pray for protection over her family, that uh, they would take shelter under the Most High. And we pray the full armor of God over Jenny, her family, her comings and goings, Lord, uh, everything that she does, Father. And uh, would you strengthen her, Lord, for the future? Would you keep her and her family healthy? 
And uh, Lord, would you bring her to a place, Father, um, where she is just so in love with you and on fire for you and desperate for you that the world knows that you are the one true God and that many people would come to you uh, through her words and through what you have given her and stewarded her with. Father, may you get all the glory for all of these things. We thank you, Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. Let it be so. Amen. Thank you.